You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Drew Dixon. I'm the editor of Explore the Bible Students at Lifeway Christian Resources, and we're continuing our study of Romans. We're in session six. It's titled True Freedom, and it's on Romans 6, 1 through 14. Here, Paul is going to ask a question that apparently people in Rome were probably asking. I think this question is posed to him a few times in in his letters. And it's this idea that if we're saved by grace, in other words, if we're saved by God's love and by his goodness, and it has nothing to do with how good we are, how well we've done, or whether we fixed ourselves up. In other words, if, if we're saved by the unearned love of God that we can't gain or can't deserve in any way, then can we live however we want? You know, if if our salvation is completely free, then does it matter how we live? He says, what should we say then? Should we continue in sin that grace may multiply? There's this idea of like, hey, I'm saved by grace. I'm going to heaven. (laughs) You know, that kind of idea, like, like I'm secure. I have a relationship with God and it's not based on my performance. Then, hey, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to go live it up. I'm going to, you know, um, do whatever I want um, sexually. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to stop talk however I want. I'm going to watch whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to you know live it up. And Paul says, absolutely not. It's a rhetorical question, but he goes ahead and answers it and says, absolutely, absolutely not. And his reasoning as to why goes back to that issue that we talked about last week, identity. He says, how can we who died to sin still live in it? In other words, if you're a Christian, you have a new relationship to sin, and that's that you're dead to it. He says, are you unaware that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him in baptism into death. So our central truth is that Jesus conquered sin and death so that we might truly live. So again, Paul's presenting this idea of of that we're new. We're not the same person. That's why he talks about being slave to sin and says, in Christ, you're no longer slave to sin because this is probably the best analogy we have to describe what it means to be in Christ, what it means to be a Christian. Um, Slavery is not something we think about a lot anymore, perhaps, or perhaps some of your students don't, some of your students may, but it's not something that we think about a lot, but we should because it's it's an awful thing, right? In slavery, someone's personhood is is in a, in a sense questioned by others, and 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 people are told like you can't make your own decisions. You belong to me. You're not your own person. You have to do what I say. You're indebted to me in such a way that I control you. You're not your own person. You're not free. And so that's why Paul t- talked about being freed from the power of sin in in terms of slavery because. Will never be this. If you're in Christ, you'll never be the same. You're a completely different person. You've been radically transformed. You're freed from sin. And so he says in verse 8 Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him, because we know that Christ, having been raised from the dead, will not die again. Death no longer rules over him. Paul could not speak of our identity in Christ in any more profound terms. We all face death. Everyone faces death. And everyone will succumb to death, right? Everyone is going to die. There's no one this side of eternity who hasn't faced death, except for Jesus. Well, let's be fair. That's not entirely true. He did face death, right? He faced death head on and conquered it. That is amazingly good news. 
Christ has conquered death, so that if we trust in him, we can conquer sin and death as well. There really is a way for us to be eternally united to the God who made us for a relationship with himself. And those who are united to God uh, through Christ will never be the same. So there's a question in the leader guide that I don't need to miss. It's question five. And it says, do you presently think of yourself as dead to sin and raised to life? Why or why not? Do your students think of themselves that way? How do we tend to think of ourselves? How do your students tend to think of themselves? Well, they think of themselves as teenagers, as students, as soccer players, as uh, band members. They think of themselves as children of their parents and siblings to their brothers. Um, a lot of people think of themselves in terms of what they do. Well, the gospel tells us not to think of ourselves in terms of what we do, but in terms of what Christ has done. And not just to think of, of ourselves in terms of who, what we do, but in terms of who we are. And now we are those who are alive in Christ. We've been given new life. We've been given a new freedom. And we will never be the same. So challenge your students to think carefully about what Christ has accomplished for them on the cross, how he's reshaped their identity, and how being under the grace of God um, and uh promised a future rev resurrection should change how we live now. This isn't just a future realities that we're, that we're talking about. These are present realities. They're future realities, but they're realities that, future realities that should shape how we think and live in the present. So how does being under grace rather than the law empower us to obey God? How does it empower us to live? How does it send us out on mission? Knowing that, so your identity and your student's identity is not your vocation, your job. It's not that you're a student. It's not that you're um, a child, a sibling, a soccer player, a band member, but our primary identity is that we're children of God. Our primary identity is that we're um, under a new master. We have a new Lord, and there's good news. He's a good Lord. He's the Lord who loves us in the face of our sin. He's the one who proved his love for us through dying on the cross for our sin. There's no greater master. There's no one who loves you more than, than Christ. And he changes who you are and reshapes you and sends you out to live for a new purpose and for a new, and, and, and for a new work. He gives you a new work to do that's good and dignified and beautiful. He invites us to join him in the work of spreading the good news of his kingdom. So I hope you'll join him. I hope you'll uh, continue studying Romans. And as you do, I hope that you and your students will see who they are and who God has saved them to be. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.